This episode of Council of the Wise Developers. Our friend Toby B talks entrepreneurship with legendary tycoon Louis Affair. Then, Toby interviews Patrick McFadden, VP of Developer Relations at Datastax. Inflation? Just transitory. Toby B here. It is my incredible honor today to talk to a hero of business world. You know him as the CEO of WithoutRelent.com, one of the world's richest men, and perhaps the greatest businessman who has ever lived, Louis Ifair. Hey, Louis. Thank you so much for having me, Toby. I think everyone has heard of you, Louis, but not everyone knows you grew up in London until your teenage years when you came over here to the U.S. And interestingly, your education wasn't engineering. But today, you're every entrepreneur's uh, deeply secret uh, homosexual fantasy. What changed along the way? Yes, I used to find engineering very fascinating. But then I discovered I could engineer people's behavior. I mean, I found I loved competition. <laughs> We're on the same page there. I am competitive to the core. When I pump gas, I rush to finish filling up my SUV before the other person at the pump does. One time I had to kick a, a pregnant woman right in the shins. <laughs> but I won. Oh, I love winning. WithoutRelent.com is, is famous for customer obsession and also not generating any profits. It just gets bigger and bigger while paying almost no tax. <laughs> what is the grand vision behind all this? What is your true goal? Oh, to enslave mankind. I mean, to build the world's greatest place to work. And of course, the best way to control one's business destiny is to ruthlessly crush all competition and to own every market for every good and service. Everywhere. And always. Loving it. Awesome. D-Rock. Also, I love your accent. Did, did you cultivate uh, uh, keeping it a, a personal brand? I, I would think living in the U.S. for so long, you might have lost it. It's actually not a U.K. accent. It's from the Court of Pandemonium, where I rule over all the lost souls of... Uh, uh, yeah, yes, I actually still crave a bit of connection to the Queen's country, yes. That is it. Louis, people like you and I don't have time to mess around. What is the next big trend in business? I, I have my answer. I want to know yours. Space exploration and the metaverse are two pillars of future wealth. Extract from those on Earth crippled by addictive and mentally nullifying virtual reality. Then build a second economy outside of Earth, utterly ruled by me and me alone. I am all over the metaverse. I see NFTs and, and digital collectibles 
It's just a great way for you to get in touch with your inner child, you know? Yes, and use that inner child to emotionally overwhelm the populace's capacity for critical thought or activism in their own interest. Yes. Louis, you get a lot of criticism for the side effects of, of your business activities. Uh, hurting small business, consolidating political power, suppressing workers. What do they not get about you? What they do not get is that they cannot stop me. <laughs> oh, oh man, this guy. <laughs> You're a funny guy. In the end, it shall be only I who laugh, Toby. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> do you want to come hang out in New Jersey sometime, Lewis? We can go to tag sales together. No. Now let's hear from our partner, the Software Engineer Professional Ethics Union. Join the Software Engineer Professional Ethics Union. We act as an ethical barrier between software engineers and the pressure to make ethically questionable software. When you're a member of the union, calling out unethical practices doesn't mean you risk your job. Whistleblowers need protection. Imagine for a moment a workplace where software engineering culture covers up dehumanization. Imagine a company that asked you to design software that exploited human behavioral weaknesses and manipulated people into having their behavior tweaked. And imagine if all of it was done just for advertising dollars. Don't worry, it's just a hypothetical. Thanks to the Software Engineer Professional Ethics Union. Can you imagine a world in which we didn't exist? What's up everyone? Toby B here. Welcome to the Toby B Nation. D-Rock, yeah man. I'm inspired today to have Patrick McFadden with us. He works at DataStax. Patrick, what's your title at DataStax? Well, Toby, uh, today uh, is VP of Developer Relations. But that seems like a really ominous title i really i just work with communities of people that write code which is pretty cool there's a lot of amazing stuff that we have to get to about the metaverse about collectibles about nfts but first patrick what is data stacks i really wish i had an nft answer um you know but i don't or a blockchain or you know something like that uh it, it's a it's a boring database made really cool so DataStacks, we, we work with Apache Cassandra, and we we actually contribute a lot to the, the source code of Apache Cassandra, the open source project. But we have a, a dedicated hosted model. You know, you can rent it from us, which is called Astra. Um, it's a cool little product. I'm very happy about it. It makes it easy. So, you know, you should not have to run a database ever again, Toby. You should be working on your, you know, your next hustle. That's you know thing. what? I, I'm all about getting in front of people, uh, making grandiose promises. You know, not not too much of a database guy, but I hear those things are important. Yeah, see, you should you should try Astra because if you're not a database person, it's your database. You just click a button and it's done. That's the kind of thing. It's like short attention span theater. It's wonderful. Okay, okay, Patrick. Uh, I, I'm big on branding. I mean, I'm a marketing guy. Okay, why did you come up with a name Astra? 
Ah, uh, you know, space is hot now. I mean, it's not as hot as NFTs, but I mean, space is hot, no, right? No. And I would know. Yeah, come on. I mean, I, I know there's people out there that do stuff around space, but I think it's cool. I think space is cool. It's inspirational, right? And you think of like going to the stars and Astra, that's a Latin word for what, to the stars. Um, so yeah, all, right. and all of our products, we try to think about like, hey, I mean, secret here. I mean, I feel like we're friends now when I can tell you this. Oh yeah, we're best think, friends now. Yeah, besties. I mean- I think that this is the this is the database we're going to be using. You know, like SpaceX is totally going to use this for all their interplanetary stuff. When you go to Mars, this is what you're going to use. So I'm just okay. kind of thinking ahead, thinking ahead. Okay, yeah. but would Tim Ferriss use this database? You know, he should. If he isn't, I mean, it's really that good. You know, it's it's high performance. It's now. It's like you know, you get it done immediately, hours, not days. Yeah, you should. You should. Let's talk to him. Okay. All right. Call Tim up. But who 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 needs data stacks? Who needs Astra? Like, who are the people out there you're trying to reach? Because I'm a marketing guy. I know you're a marketing guy. Well, I, yeah, if I'm trying to reach people, it's going to be anybody that's writing like modern applications right now, which is pretty much everybody. Because Cassandra was a, a database that back in the day, Facebook and Netflix and Apple decided to use and that was whenever they were the only okay. ones that had the problems you know but now that's so this like is a web two database yeah i mean yes yeah. so if you need if you need a database that scales up to that level it's the right choice because it's just never going to let you down that's the thing and we don't want to be let down it's never going to give me up no <laughs> that's the right answer all right cool yeah i don't think that's I, i'm gonna just skirt around that <laughs> I feel uncomfortable right now. <laughs> it's interesting you say that, Patrick, because I believe in binaries. I choose positivity, okay? I don't feel awkward. All I feel is rage. Rage to win. I recommend you try mm. it. Okay, negativity's bad for you. You can't yeah, sell right. garage sale Mr. Potato Heads and turn it into millions if you're negative. No. I, all right. That's a good tip. You know, hey, 2022, new year. Uh, I'm going to turn over a new leaf. Yeah. Thanks. All right, great. Appreciate that. Good thing we yeah. met. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you an autograph on yeah, your way I, out. Don't worry about it. Pro tips. That's great. <laughs> okay, so it's 2022. Okay? Web 2 is dead. Web 3 is here. It's metaverse time. What is Datastax's metaverse strategy? Oh, man. Yeah, what is our metaverse strategy? I feel like I should have a really good answer for this. Like, uh, well, I mean, if you're going to use a metaverse, it's not going to be small, right? Because it's going to be huge. You need to have the metaverse means huge. Yeah. And I would say I would also say that the most important thing about anything is data. Like try one thing with try to build one application without data. Right. So big and data equals data stacks. And if you're doing NFTs, why not? Right. Web three. All that stuff interconnected, and especially whenever it goes, you know, solar system wide. Whenever you're like in orbit, and you know, you're selling your blockchain stuff. Yeah. So where's where does DataStacks fit in that? Well, yeah, you're probably going to need a database that's going to scale up to your big ambitions, and that's where we fit. But Pulsar too. We didn't talk about. Okay. That. Tell me about Pulsar. Pulsar is uh, is a messaging system. It's kind of next generation. It's like the Web three. So like. Think of Kafka as like Web 2. So like okay. Pulsar is Web 3. 
because it's next generation and it just scales up. It's it's very similar to like how Cassandra works. It just keeps scaling and scaling. You just add more, add more, add more, and it just keeps scaling. And man, where are we going to be in a few years? We're going to need all of that, right? So Pulsar is a messaging system. I want to take stuff from point A to point B reliably. PubSub, uh, I want functions in between to do some processing. Like it's the little magic sauce that connects all of your data together which I really love. I'm going to be real with you right now, Patrick. Okay. My eyes are glazing over. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but it sounds like my CTO needs to hear this. Okay. Probably. So you're going to talk to him after this, and then I'm going to pretend that I understood it the whole time. You should shake your head and say, yeah, that's see, this is why I brought this guy. Yeah. Um, Okay. Awesome. That's a good idea. Yeah. We can work. Good business acumen right here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're clearly the guy. I got a question for you. Okay. Uh, D-Rock, turn off the camera, okay? All right. You remember snap bracelets from the 90s? Oh, the ones you, like, hit over your wrist? You snap wrist them on it... your wrist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A few kids, yeah. you know, got skin infections, whatever. You know, let's stay positive. Okay, how do I turn those into NFTs and put them on data stacks? Oh, you're going to laugh because it's we actually had back in actually the day, never laugh. swag. But maybe. Oh, you don't laugh. This is serious because we actually had swag, Cassandra swag that were snap bracelets. And we would give them to people if they okay. finished a workshop, you know, so they had to like do something. They earned the snap bracelet. And I think that's the key, right? It's like, it's not just the thing you get. It's a thing you earn. And you can wear it with pride. Yes. And I think that's it. Patrick, you get it. You're, yeah. you're in on this. You understand the collectible mindset is going to make the metaverse work. And you, when you hear someone snap their snap bracelet on, you're like, whoa, connected player. You look around. You're looking for that person, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that was my thought at the time. So maybe it's ready. Maybe that's the time. <laughs> All right, Patrick. I feel I've learned some stuff. I don't know if you've given me any great new uh, groundbreaking ideas, but it's time for the lightning round. This is what Enoch usually does. I'm going to do it better. Are you ready for some rapid fire questions about entrepreneurship and business? Bring it. Let's go. Let's do this. What's the biggest piece of entrepreneurial advice software developers are missing today? Oh, man. Well, first of all, take off your not invented hat. Put it away. Every, everything's been invented already right now. If you hmm. need it, it's invented. Stop reinventing shit. Because, oh, my God, there is so much stuff that people like, oh, I got a startup. I'm going to reinvent everything. Knock it off. Go rent it. Go build the thing that you're building value for that you want investors to pay you money for, right? Don't reinvent the thing that there's six of. That just drives me bananas. So entrepreneurs, stop reinventing things. Okay. What's the best piece of business advice you've ever heard? Uh, let's see. Um, build things that people actually want and delight them. Delight. It's delight. Like pictures yeah. I hand drew of animals. Exactly. Okay, good. Yeah, that brings delight, right? That's the most important thing. Yeah, that's all that matters. You yeah. want to make people happy. Don't you want to be happy? Oh, yeah. I mean, I want I everything to be happy. happy. I don't buy sad. I make myself well, happy all by myself, alone in my house. Self-gratification, yeah, you might call it. Yeah, no, that's, that happens a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. next question. Good answer. What book would you recommend to our audience about business? Ooh, about business. Oh, um, making and making. Uh, what was that? What was that book about? It was Kathy Sierra's book, um, "Making Badasses." 
that's what it was i think yes you know, like it's this whole thing around like how you make your users a badass and when they do they will tell everyone about your product think about like whenever you like like when you're making that really cool digital drawing and you use some program to do it and everyone's like wow toby that's an amazing drawing what do you do yeah. well this is the program i've used boom ah. you just became a marketer so yeah, i'm building into that. badasses i'm into yeah. that okay uh patrick what's one attribute or characteristic of a of a successful founder that you wish you had. Hmm, boy, what was a successful, uh, um, uh, maybe financial acumen, you know, that's a really important thing because there's a lot of money flying around, as you know, and founders oh, yeah. really need to have, like, they need to be savvy immediately or you're going to get rolled over. Okay, all right. You're killing it thus far. Let's see if you can keep it up. Keep it going, keep it going personal productivity practice yours what is it oh i use uh i use flow which is a um it's a little program and it sets up timers and i set it for a 25 minute timer and then a five minute break 25 minute and it it's a personal hack right you just sit there and you're like i can't do anything until it hits zero um i have to do that because i I told you earlier i'm writing a book and you don't want to write a book so you have to like force yourself so i use flow it's a program on my Mac. Patrick, what's a new or crazy business idea you're sitting on? Oh man, what can I tell you? I mean, I feel like that would be just closing something. I but, will steal right, it right. from you. I I don't even care. I'm all positive. I don't feel guilt. Alright. I I think the craziest business idea that I'm personally sitting on right now, because I could totally take this, is asteroid mining. But you know, because I hear there's like a trillion dollar rock out there. Who's getting that? Okay. Nobody, right? And uh, so maybe that. Um, maybe that that's my most wildest, crazy idea. If you need something a little more down to earth, I, I could probably come up with something else. <laughs> no, no. I, I love the dreaming. I'm into that. I'm into it. I, I don't know how you're going to get to space. I mean, come on. I think that's, yeah. Well, I mean, Elon Musk is putting stuff into space pretty regularly. What are you going to do when you get there? That's what I'm, that's the question right. I ask, right? What are you going to do when you get there? Hang out? No, you're going to make money. And where's the money? It's in a big trillion dollar rock. One NFT for that whole asteroid. Right? That would be, yeah. And then and then it's yours. Exactly. For life. Stored in a, a ledger okay. somewhere. Blockchain. <laughs> yeah. All right, Patrick. Let's get deeper. Okay. What's an interesting fun fact about you? Uh, no one knows. Uh, nobody knows. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of an open book here, Toby. Uh, let's see. Probably none of your listeners would know that I'm writing a book right now. Can we talk about that? Um, that yeah. hasn't been released Tell me. yet. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm writing a book, uh, managing cloud native data on Kubernetes, you know, cause you got that. And, um, yeah, so that's going to be released in the summer, I believe. So now everyone has something to look forward to besides, you know, the end of the pandemic. Well, they're kind of. How did you feel writing a book? How was that experience for you? It was uh, the most challenging thing I willfully did to myself by mistake. I like, oh yeah, it sounds totally cool. And then whenever you get into it, you realize this is so much work. It's like having kids, a puppy, and a golf addiction in one go. It's really ugly, Hmm. but I'll be happy when it's over. 
you know? Well, you've read my book, I'm sure. Uh, I Got Rich on Garbage, You Dick. Uh, I'm sure you read it. Great book, major seller. And I just found uh, it was really easy to get through it. If I got stressed, I just went to a sports game. I just saw the Jets. Did you go to sports Did games? I No, uh, no. I haven't been to a sports game in a long time, uh, but I don't think anybody has, really. Well, my brother did, but he got COVID, so we, he doesn't go back. He went to a Warriors game, so I decided not to ever do that again. Anyway, did I go off track? You're good, Sorry. man. All right. I'm loving it all. Let's get back to the questions. Lightning round. What's one of your most important passions outside of work? Oh, well, um, let's see. This is keeping with the space theme. Uh, I love doing astrophotography. I have a telescope and a camera and I take pictures of things like galaxies and nebulas and things like that. And it's really nerdy and it's a lot of fun. I met a lot of, funnily enough, there's a lot of nerds involved in this hobby. So you wind up talking to the same people again, except they're taking pictures of stars and beautiful things in the sky, but it's a really cool hobby. Um, I have some on my Instagram. I don't mean any disrespect here. I mean, that's cool. That's cool. It is nerdy. I'm not into nerdy stuff. I mean, I collect action figures. Okay. I'm just a little bit cooler than you are. Yeah. Okay. I, no, All right. Let's move I, on. I get it. You know, action figures are hot too. I mean, from the oh, yeah. 1980, but you're right. Yeah. Okay. Finally, why am I richer than you? You probably have more drive. I think that's what it is. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's because I, I like giving away shit for free because open source is great. Maybe I need to fix that. That's what it is, Toby. I need to stop doing that, but I can't. I love open source software. I find acting, uh, going through my whole life like a caffeinated puppy has made me a lot of money. So you should probably try it. Okay, I'll give that a whirl. Yeah, sure. Okay, uh, all right, cool. Yeah. All right, Patrick. It's been an honor getting to know you, having a chat. Uh, do you want to leave our audience with a final word? Uh, what the meaning of life is, maybe? What is the meaning of life? Uh, the meaning of life is about community and people. And if you haven't talked to people in your community lately, talk to them. They they miss you. It's been a long time since we've been together. So that's that's my serious meaning of life thing. It's about the people. So get out there. That's a good answer. I mean, I would have gone with uh, buying Pokey Bond cards at uh, garage sales and flipping them. But, you know, yours is good, too. Yeah, I, I, is the Pokemon market still good? I mean, I mean, I'm not questioning Hot. your prowess. I just Hot. don't know. I, yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, so, I know the I software know. thing seems pretty good, but you'd be a lot better off, okay, flipping Pokemon merchandise, okay? Okay, yeah, no, that's, uh, yeah, I'll look into that too. Boy, it's a lot of great tips here. This, I didn't realize this was going to be such a good yeah tips. Yeah, <laughs> I should send you a bill, but you know what? I won't because I'm very kind. I'm all about yeah, kindness. No, that's. I can feel it. Yeah, you're you're definitely community too. Yeah, you're living the dream. The Council of the Wise Developers is a satire podcast focused on technology. Our goal is to first make you laugh, but also to make you question what you already think. That means we may give you cognitive dissonance. Feel free to disparage us on your favorite social meds. If we do give you cognitive dissonance, but you think this turns out to be a negative and not a positive, leave us some feedback on councilofthewise.dev. We intend to carefully consider feedback from our subscribers and may address concerns in future episodes. Also, special thanks to freepd.com for supplying us with public domain music. Much of the music on the podcast comes from freepd.com.